0: It's time for the Top 4 at 4 with LeVac and Gaz. Time for the Top 4 at 4. Four biggest stories in the world of sports. This is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. It's always funny to me to find out that this soundproof studio is not exactly soundproof. Hi! Yeah, that was me. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? There's a lot of action across the sports world here in the early part of November. We're closer, closer to mid-November now. I would say this top four at four is going to test you. Think about this. A lot of good questions are on the way here. I'm hyping myself up with these questions. (laughs) A lot of New York storylines. We start here with story number four. Quinn Ewers. You might remember him from his time at Ohio State. He tried to pull like a Bryce Harper situation where he reclassified himself. Mullet Boy, you might know him as. So we're the quarterback for the Texas Longhorns who is scheduled to return with his shoulder sprain against TCU this weekend. Malik Murphy In his place, Arch Manning's still on the bench. LeVac, Quinn Ewers is a quarterback prospect who's suffering a shoulder injury. We've seen some players like M.J. Morris at NC State say, nah, I'm good, I'm shutting it down. I'm hitting the transfer portal, I'll be on a new team next year, I'm keeping some eligibility, I'm good. What do you make of Ewers' decision to say, I'm going to go play some football and actually not worry about the NFL draft for 2024? At least,
0: in theory... I, I, you know me, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of these guys playing when they can play. Um, I, I believe that more often than not, not playing to protect yourself hurts you in other ways. Like, you know, maybe you regress, maybe you don't grow as fast, maybe certain GMs look at you and think that you're kind of soft, S-A-W-F-T, saft. Um, so I, I like, I like that he's playing and, and realistically speaking, if he didn't play, what would he be? The fifth quarterback off the board?
1: Sixth, maybe? Yeah. I, at this moment, sure. But before a combine, before anything else can potentially happen in the draft class, not knowing who's efficient coming out or not, I'd say that's probably... Fifth is probably a fair assessment. He sure. goes
0: out there, he likes out the rest of the year, make might get to three. You know? I don't think he's going to get it to one or two. I think one or two are kind of set. Well, it's weird, though, because who are one or two? How is rank the quarterbacks real quick for you and this is not a Heisman ranking okay if, if you how do you think they'll go draft wise based on the attention they're getting right now
1: Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick even though everybody on Twitter tells me different Caleb well, Williams cried, though, so he's out will be the number one pick okay. as of this moment I would consider taking Michael Penix as the second pick okay out of Washington so for me Drake May would be in the discussion next out of North Carolina so those are three quick ones and then if you want to talk about Riley Leonard and Duke maybe potentially being in there, Jaden Daniels from LSU potentially being in there. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. There's about, and Ewers. I think that, that group right there of four prospects can be rotated anywhere between three, four, five, and six. So Ewers okay. could go as high as three or four. And playing here can only help his stock unless he gets hurt.
0: Right. But he probably has an insurance policy too. So, so it will never be as much money as if he played in the NFL, but get a couple couple mil in a bank just for playing some college football. Plus, it, who knows what his NIL deal is? He may have to play to get
1: paid by whoever's sponsoring him. Thank you, LeVac, for bringing that up. Aha! He's got the memory spot on there. If you remember, Quinn Ewers is one of the first athletes ever to sign an NIL deal. The reason, and I want to make sure I clarify this, he's from Southlake, Texas, known for high school football. Yeah. He is eligible because he graduated high school in December of 2020 so he's three years removed from his graduating class because that's December of 2020 right, 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 right and the reason he left is because he got an NIL deal at Ohio State as a high school senior hey you're so good we're gonna give you an NIL deal before you even get on the field <laughs> that's why Quentin Ewers became so popular so I think there's a lot to that but you know what the fact that you have to go play to potentially increase your future we're both on the same page good for you going out there and trying to do your thing and he's really good yeah he's healthy yeah, yeah, and then uh, Texas is back. Texas is back. That was a nice win they had last week. <laughs> Story number three, the Jacksonville Jaguars are having a fantastic season, and they're going to add Tom Coughlin to their ring of honor upcoming. Okay. Two-time Super Bowl champion for the New York Giants, Coach Tom Coughlin being honored by the Jacksonville Jaguars, 77 years old. Joining Pro Football Hall of Famer Tony Baselli, Mark Brunel, Fred Taylor, fantastic podcast host, by the way. Shout out to Is he really? Freaky Freddy in the Pivot. It's a great podcast. Is that really? That's the thing? It, yeah. The Pivot podcast. Never heard of that? Oh, it's the fantastic. Fred Taylor's the host. I thought the Pivot was a uh, was a basketball one. It's him, Ryan Clark, and Channing Crowder. Oh, okay. It's very okay. good. Uh, and Jimmy Smith as well. What do you make of Tom Coughlin? By the way, Tom Coughlin, first inductee since 2016. So they haven't done this in a long time. It's not one of these every year things. The fact that Tom Colton's being inducted in the Ring of Honor for the Jacksonville Jaguars—little effect, no effect, or a big effect on him potentially being a Pro Football Hall of Famer in the future? And do you even consider him a Hall of Famer? I do.
0: I do. Two two Super Bowls. Um, and you, he, what he did in Jacksonville in the beginning—he he built a franchise that was almost instantly viable. So. Yeah, I got got love for that, and it definitely doesn't hurt. I think it puts him right in the back of, right back in the front of people's minds as far as getting into the
1: Hall of Fame. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm a Tommy Coughlin fan. I like him. I do, too. I think Coach Tom Coughlin should be considered for the Hall of Fame. He's probably right there. Here's what I don't want to have happen. Now, unfortunately, this happens a lot more in the Hall of Fame. This is not just picking on the Pro Football Hall of Fame. When you have older coaches, players wait a little bit. But a player waiting could be in their 40s and 50s coaches 70s 80s 90s mm. i would like to see him go in when he's alive at 77 years old because the, yeah. the semifinalists for this year's class is pretty good like mike holmgren on a super bowl also i believe got the seahawks to a super bowl he had a pretty good coaching career uh dan reeves someone you and i've interviewed in the past got the atlanta falcons really nice career marty schottenheimer Uh, Mike Shanahan, multiple Super Bowls there for the Broncos. Like that whole group of coaches is all pretty impressive. Will Coughlin's resume stack up or be better than that? It could be pretty close. But I would think I would put Shanahan in at some point. It feels like his legacy was tainted a little bit by his comeback, when it was the Washington R-words he was coaching. (laughs) And I'm also a little bitter how he handled McNabb, whatever. I would put Reeves in, and I'd put Coughlin in. You know what? Coughlin's just as good as all. The turnaround for the Jags in an expansion franchise. Yes, this has an effect because some of this marketing and salesmanship of promoting someone's legacy. This stuff can help. So I think this is a big deal if you're a Tom Coughlin fan. Yeah, I, I'm.
0: I can't disagree with anything you just said. So I, I'm with you, and it's you know put. Put
1: Derek Brown in the Ring of Honor, you cowards! Yes, that's right, <laughs> DB. Get him in there. Hope our guy DB is doing well, man. It's been too long. Yeah, also my guy, man. Uh, story number two here involves NBA basketball action a Thursday night. Only two games, but it's weird. There's only four teams in action, but two have connections to the Capital Region. First, the Atlanta Hawks take on the Orlando Magic. The Atlanta Hawks, the former team of Kevin Herter. feels weird that Atlanta goes in the complete different direction after they dump Herter. Atlanta was an Eastern Conference finalist, basically. Herter had that amazing game in the playoffs as a member of the Hawks. He goes to the Kings in a trade. Atlanta seems like they've been completely irrelevant since then. And then you get the Pacers and you get the Bucks. Andre Jackson, the pride of Amsterdam, the defending Yukon Huskies. I know Coach Hurley's making some waves about his situation where he rang the opening bell and the big article about mental health and everything else. But Andre Jackson, a part of the Bucs, LeBac, it's pretty cool. Now you got Jalen Pickett for the Nuggets and Andre Jackson, who's been hyped up since he was a kid, a teenager at Albany Academy, as a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Pretty cool. I, I don't know if it's had the same impact as Herder, but it yeah, should. Yeah, it should.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it could eventually. Um, I no longer allow uh, Atlanta to be referred to as ties to the Capitol region. We, you know, we, Done? We, yeah, no, they, they're, they're out. They. It's that's like, you know, now you're doing six degrees of, of Kevin Herter. Like, you know, like he also had a cup of coffee uh, one time when he was driving through Idaho. So they count like what? No, it's just, you know, I just did that. Atlanta's
1: out. That's a very Jimmer move. I just pulled there. Like, yeah. Jimmer did that same thing. Anytime Jimmer Ferdette showed up on some team, it's like former Glens Falls Jimmer. Yeah. I, I pulled the Jimmer. That's what I did. Right well, yeah, there, but now. you I'll did it. it like
0: now. It's like all oh, the Knicks play. Yeah. Jimmer was on the Knicks for a 10 day contract. Five years ago, so there's the tie. It's like, no, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. Once he left the floor, the tie is over. Remember when Carmelo kept calling him Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. Your boy Mello was salty for a little while. He was very
1: salty. Salted Caramello. Kept calling Jimmer for Jimmy. Yeah. I don't know if he ever actually talked to Jeremy Lin. I, I, to, I think I've lost that point. They were like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no, no, Mello didn't care about Jeremy Lin. He was fine with all that stuff. And now his time has progressed. I'm like, yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I agreed with myself back then. Now hearing those takes again. <laughs> Story number one: It's NFL, it's Week Ten action. It's the Carolina Panthers taking on the Chicago Bears. Uh, I don't even want to ask a question. I, I oh. you know what, LeVac? I'm going to let you go first here on Panthers Bears. Get some people excited about Thursday night football on Amazon. Kick off I'm, the weekend. High up a little bit uh, if you can. Hi, Baba. Carolina Panthers
0: travel to Chicago to take on. Dumb bears on prime television. It's better than a stick in the eye. Uh. Panthers bears, watch this or don't. Um. Panther bears. Sometime during the show, we're gonna give you the cure for COVID. No, I don't. I, I don't. It's an actual panther. And an actual <laughs> bear. Right, right. Al Michaels and Kirk Street break down the age-old battle between Baloo the Bear and Bagheera the Panther
1: from Jungle Book. Man, that's really good. That's nice. All right, all right. that's, that's how I do. <laughs> I feel like my Andre Jackson reference was a stretch. However, I have it in my head. There are a bunch of New York connections to a Week 10 Thursday Night Football Panther-Bear game. You better there bring is. it. I got it. You I better bring it. about this. All
0: right, all right. We'll do We'll do that coming up. I, I want to hear about that because we do obviously want to talk about the NFL, so it's cool. Um, but I do want to tell you about my good friend Doctor Fred Dreer and everybody over at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa five one eight 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 five six one eight five The Integrative Sleep Center has changed my entire life. My snores. Speaking of bears, uh, used to sound like a bear fighting a panther, and then stop breathing. And then do that all over again.
1: Do you feel like, sorry, Levac, do you feel like it's almost like a magic trick? Like when people ask, like, oh, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? <laughs> like, when people come up to Leveque and we are out live, we appreciate you come out and supporting us. Like, when I watch people talk about the integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spot, whether you've heard this story on the air before or not, it feels like it's a magic trick. Like, there's two ways you can sleep that I found out that people have shared with us in the Capital Region. Okay. Especially two ways. One is taking LeVac's advice, right? going into the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, getting a mouthpiece, finding a way that can put you to sleep, to go to bed, get a great night's rest, find an easy way to go to sleep. That's the number one way people share with us. That's what I like, yeah. The second way is listening to Charlie and Dan on the drive. Oh! Weekdays in the afternoon. Uh, Those are the two ways people have told us to go to sleep in the capital region. All right, so the mouthpiece is really
0: easy to travel with, really easy to clean and use, no hoses, no wires, no surgery. It's it's great. Um, and also, again, people always think it's a mask. Um, it's not. It's just a mouthpiece. It's custom-made for you, keeps your airway open, and and you're sleeping better. Uh, I will tell you, I do miss the days when that's all people talk to me about. Now a lot of it has to do with a former uh, NFL wide receiver, and I'm going to completely ignore what Gaz said. Oh, the
1: mouthpiece you're talking about? Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: Yeah, people m- come
1: up to me about others. okay.
0: Yeah, they used to. That's all people used to to me about. Remember, I was like the mouthpiece. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, remember? I have, we've won New York State broadcasters awards. So they're like, yeah, but do, but tell me about Doctor Dreer and the Sleep Center. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, great. I have multiple championships as a team president. Yeah, that's that, that's that's wonderful, fat boy. Tell me about the mouthpiece that makes you sleep better and feel better. Five one eight 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 five six one eight five. Doctor Fred Dreer. And the Integrative Sleep Center involves the spa, the best way to fall asleep and not hurt feelings, right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80.
1: Slovak and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.80.
0: Thursday night football. Prime football, if you will. Um, Bears hosting the Panthers. First of all, I, I thought we were flexing at this point. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like literally, like I feel like I feel like um, I don't know who, like like Mel Kiper is the number one like draft expert. People think of. I feel like this is a Mel Kiper game. It's just like as he's just figuring out exactly who's drafting where. That's what this game is. But as as we do break it down, and I you know I've got some I've got some plays of the day coming up for it. There's there's a lot to talk about. But in the top four or four, you said this game actually relates to new york football
1: um not that i don't believe you but what let's get the claire danes homeland board out let's okay. get the beautiful mind thing to start spinning around a little bit <laughs>
0: some red yarn i got some
1: pick a new york team buffalo you're not in this so we're talking new jersey oh, new york there's
0: only one new york
1: team all right who do you want first on this the giants or the jets In let's, my theory on the tonight's game uh a lot of a lot of jets talk all right let's go giants okay So here's how I look at this involving the Giants. The Giants had a situation last offseason. 2023 offseason, what do you do going forward? What do you do with Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones, best season of his career was last year. Team got to the playoffs. Team won a playoff game. So now here the Giants sit. They know Daniel Jones hasn't been very good. But Joe Flacco is too extreme of an example. But it's somewhere along that spectrum of, I mean, he came off his best season. They don't have another better option. I guess we just sign him. And that's where it stops right there. Because in some timeline, some spot, somewhere along the line, the New York Giants could have drafted a quarterback in last year's first round. Hell, the New York Giants could have been the Carolina Panthers. The New York Giants could have said, you know what? We're going to move on from Daniel Jones. We're going to go trade and get our guy. Whoever that guy is, we're going to go make a move here in the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft and get our guy. And what could have happened... And I don't like doing this so early in players' careers. But for the sake of this conversation, we're going to do it. It seems like it's pretty obvious that C.J. Stroud's going to be a better NFL quarterback than Bryce Young. Maybe I'm jumping the gun too much. Might be jumping the gun. Fine. I'll concede that point. But right now, I think it's a little safe to say, I'll I'll do a softer take. C.J. Stroud... Is a lot better in his rookie season than Bryce Young. That's fair. Okay, he's
0: got better surrounding pieces too, though.
1: Yes, and Stroud right now is having the best rookie season statistically ever of any quarterback ever in the history of the NFL. He's in the MVP conversation, and Bryce Young rookie. looks like he's five foot seven. He has no <laughs> pieces around him. He can't run a quarterback sneak. So I bring that up because Giant fan, think about what could have been when you watch if you if you do want to watch <laughs> Panthers Bears tonight. Are you going to feel better about your franchise thinking, you know, we could have had Bryce Young. He's not playing too well out here. You know, you're going to flip on the Texans game coming up this week and be like, you know, the Texans are playing the Bengals. We could have had C.J. Stroud. Maybe we could have had somebody else in the first round of this year's NFL draft. We could, What other better option was out there? So that's my first take. Levesque, does that make any sense to you of the 2023 um, NFL draft of maybe Giant fan looks at what's already being posted and thinks like, we probably would have been in this same scenario unless C.J. Strauss was our wreck, and you'd even argue that nah. that might be apples and oranges. Well, and it's a little,
0: you know, it's a little hindsight 2020 because, remember, Daniel Jones finished so strong last year that the sky was the limit, and the contract that was given him was a very smart contract. It was a, you know, it, it, it people want to talk about it's $40 million a year. It's a two-year deal, basically. So this year coming up, where you you're not going to have him for a little bit of time. You're going to get some of that money back from insurance and things. All these all these little random things. You're you're pretty much good to move on from him if you want now. I would argue that this is the best quarterback draft class I've ever seen. At least on like hype alone. Like there's two guys here, there's three guys there, like whatever. But this is this looks like we got like five dudes who could be just top-notch NFL
1: caliber quarterbacks. This is in the same category as the Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson, Baker, Darnold draft class. Except for I think that more of these will work. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, so saying that, all right, all right, last three years, two years actually, because we're we're looking at last year. This is you'd rather have a quarterback pick this year. Absolutely. Yes. So, so here's they're kind of in a situation where they, they all right, here's our deal. We're going to sign our quarterback. Dale Jones, you're our guy. By the way, everybody, we can punt on this year too, and if we need to, we can pick a quarterback next year. So they put themselves in a position to draft a quarterback this year. They may have to trade up to get who they want. They may they may not with the way things are going. They may be able to get a Drake May or or get really lucky and have somebody slide down to them. But I I, I don't want to say that they should have drafted a quarterback in this offseason because I did think Daniel Jones was going to be a far superior quarterback to what he has been. Health has been a problem. I wanted them to go all offensive line. They kind of did, but it didn't work. So
1: Yeah. It's almost like this scenario, which I find it out more and more. It's just an odd thing is maybe it's timing. Maybe it's where the games are presented. There isn't as much as a crossover for NFL football fan to college football fan. Now, maybe it's regionally and maybe it's just people have lives on Saturdays. There's not as much crossover. So, I feel like there are some Giant fans who just know the players in the NFL now and don't know as maybe as much about a Drake May for North Carolina right. or Caleb Williams or Michael Penix and they're not sitting up to 1 o'clock in the morning watching Pac-12 football like other people chasing vets with <laughs> Arizona Wildcat football. But, so that that's my theory on the Giants. So, Giant fan, that's how I feel about, you could feel about tonight's game. Jet fan... Boy, Jet fan. Yeah. You know, we mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show. We mentioned it yesterday. Remember Apple and Spotify? If you missed any of these conversations, ego, arrogance, stubbornness, all those things can be talked about when we talk about the Jets. However, that draft class, we'll call it the COVID class, the 2021 class. Zach Wilson was the number two overall pick, Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick, Justin Fields is likely going to play football again at some point. There's been reports that maybe it's tonight, maybe it's not. Maybe it's in November, maybe he's it's not.
0: doubtful, which usually means no.
1: Yeah. So, Jet fan, will this make you feel better tonight? Whenever Justin Fields comes back, and as you said, doubtful, probably not going to play, but maybe he comes back this season. Because if we want to sit here and blast Zach Wilson about how bad he is, and trust me, he's not good. Well, you know who we should have picked? We should have picked Justin Fields. Okay, I mean, maybe. How how much different is the Jet offense right now with Justin Fields? I'm not saying they're that significantly better, but maybe. Okay. Uh, who else could we have taken? You could have taken Trey Lance, Mac Ooh. Jones. Ooh, he could have taken Mac Jones. Ooh. Like, could, have taken, could have taken Micah Parsons. He could. Well, he, he doesn't play quarterback, but I, like, know. I know. You know. Like, so Jet fan, like, it's easy to trash Zach Wilson. But you had the number two overall pick in the NFL draft. You wanted a quarterback for the future. They all stunk, except Trevor Lawrence. So tonight, I wish Justin Fields was playing tonight. Because then you could have a scenario where Jet fans would be like, see, everybody was bad that year. I mean, do you want Kyle Trask? Couldn't beat out Baker Mayfield for the job? Davis Mills was playing well. Still no longer there. Like Thinking back, Jet fan, as bad as Zach Wilson is, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Could it actually have been worse? Like if Trey Lance was out there or Mac Jones, it could have been worse or Justin Fields. So there you go. Jet fan As bad as Zach Wilson is. You just have to <laughs> confess, like no matter what scenario you played out, except getting Trevor Lawrence, you are going to be in this spot. What is that called? Like destiny fate is already determined. Some psychology, not psychology uh, philosophy class at college has taught us. This was already predetermined jet fan. This was going to be bad no matter who you took in the 2021 NFL draft class as a quarterback. So, maybe these are really tough stretches for me doing Panther bear football tonight. But I feel like there are some New York storylines involving the quarterback position for both of those franchises.
0: If you if you need to feel better about it, you didn't give up nearly as much as the Niners did to get Trey Lance just to ship him over to Dallas. Yeah. So, there's a, it's the hard the hard thing for me to look at with both teams. It's not the fact that the quarterback situation isn't right cuz that that takes a long time to get right sometimes. It's that everything else seems to be wrong now too. You know, especially the offensive lines on both teams are are shambles. Um the the Jets defense is is phenomenal, but even they seem to let their emotions get away from them and, do, and make stupid mistakes that they can't make if they're going to win football games. The the Giants offensive line shambles. Their defense if they're not blitzing every down, they're not that good. Their secondary is very young. It's going to get better, but like, there's a lot of there's a lot of parallels between the two teams. I thought the Jets would be better by now. Obviously, they did too. They had Aaron Rodgers, so that's it. I guess that's so hindsight being twenty twenty. Daniel Jones was playing better. Everybody thought we could win with him at least, and even if even if we can't, it's basically a two year deal. We'll figure this out. We'll draft somebody if we have to. The Jets went out and got a four time MVP to be their quarterback both dudes are laid up for the rest of the year both dudes are having surgery on their legs and ankles like like it's it's hard to remember that as a fan like you had a better plan in place it just didn't come together yeah (laughs) yes it's true and by the way jamar chase went fifth so that's just this let's be clear that draft where you took zach wilson a lot of people went covid crazy there's a lot of misses out there. There's a lot of hits and there's a
1: lot of big misses by a
0: lot of franchises. Big time boomer bust. Big time boomer bust.
1: Even Zach Wilson, the thought process of, Hey, this guy looks really good for BYU, a roster full of adults tearing up the mountain West and independent teams. like thinking back, you're like, what? Why was he? What? Okay. So wait, you guys, let let me hang out a second. So the kid out in the mountain West who was tearing up terrible teams was drafted high the guy who was a third-string quarterback for most of his career, Mac Jones went high, and the guy who threw less than like two hundred passes combined in high school and college also <laughs> went. What the hell was going on in COVID? What was going on with your guys' quarterback evaluations back then? I thought the weird thing was when Kyler Murray, at five foot eight, aka five foot ten, was going high to Kingsbury. No, no, no. Sports decided to throw all that out the window that year. Kyler Murray's back. Kyler Murray is back. I'm sure we'll. Touch on. I have a story about Kyler Murray. I have to confess to you before the show ends. All
0: right. I'm, I'm here for that. Well, it's, it's, man, I just, it's so hard for me because I try, I try, try, try now because I've seen, I've seen the other side to a degree. Obviously, the, you know, the NAL, the AFL, not the NFL. But all the times that I've seen like the personnel questions and the this that, and then why would you do that? And this, and then I go, I saw a lot of your posts before. You guys asked us to do that exact thing. We did. And, oh, yeah, you're supposed to know better. Well, when we knew better, you yelled at us. Now you're yelling at us for not knowing, for doing what you wanted? It's just, I do get a little, I try to I try to walk the middle of the road, which is the most dangerous place you can hit in both directions. But they, we all thought the Giants and Jets were going to be good this year. We all did. Goss had the Giants in the bleeping Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I did. It did have that.
0: I had the Jets. We all had them in the playoffs. Playoffs. They could. They could still. They could still. The Jets have 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 a better chance. Probably. Probably have to buy tickets. The Jets have to get past my Raiders first. That's true. That's gonna be fun. Um, All right. So Thursday night football: Panthers, Bears, or as as looks at it, a cautionary tale for the New York squads. (laughs) That's right.
1: Cautionary tale. Hey, hey. Could be worse. You could be these dudes. You know what this feels like, Leveque. This is a joke I'm stealing right from you. This feels like when people would watch The Biggest Loser. When people <laughs> would have like a big old slice of pizza. Like, look at yeah. this guy. You can't uh, even get up the stairs. That's giant Jet Fanton. Look at these idiot quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they're not on our team. Well, you're not much better. What do you mean I'm not much better? Your your pants just ripped. No, no, no. This guy's <laughs> pants would rip quicker. This is a Biggest Loser night on Thursday <laughs> Night Football for Week 10. At least I'm not getting laughed at on
0: TV right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you <laughs> like that? Um, I, I'm... I, it's one of those. It's one of those situations where I'm really, 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 really hopeful that because they are similar level teams, it'll be a good game because it, it'll be competitive. That like it won't one won't be so good it makes the other team look like pee wee football. Yes, but there's really good chance that they both look like pee wee football. I, how long until Al Michaels sounds completely disgusted by the entire thing going on in front of
1: him? I hope he doesn't show up. <laughs> i hope he pulls a leak horse so al's under the weather tonight and there's like fitzpatrick shows up al michaels i'm not doing this there's nope
0: a, there's a picture of him online this game made me sick that's it <laughs> that's the whole thing i don't know i'm in i'm in for it i i think i think i think bryce young i want to see the the brain they said his intelligence blew everybody away so i want to watch that i have adam thielen in a couple fantasy leagues he's been very useful to me um and there's something about watching this Bears team after they dismantled my favorite team, the Raiders, that I have to see them. I have to, like, please do that to someone else so I don't feel as awful about what you did when uh, Josh McDumbass was the, the head coach. Oh, of the What? What happened? Of the of the, of the Raiders.
1: Uh, <laughs> Only Fox Sports lets you get away with that.
0: <laughs> what? I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what you're saying. Um, I, I do know what you should be saying. U.S.X. Pest Control. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, did you uh, – so when – they they just came through not too long ago for me. Frank came through not too long ago, checked out everything, um, and then they send you a report in your email. So I can see, like, all right, so um, applied this here, did this here, whatever. So I have, like – I've started, like, looking to see what it is because I've never been able to notice that he just does his job perfectly and then he's gone. So I was, like, looking, like uh, – I have a big old trap outside for, for mouses or whatever, or mice's or whatever you call them. And then that's it. That's the only reason I know he's there except for like the ring video, of course.
1: I forward that report over to my wife because like she a love letter. Saved your marriage. <laughs> Wait a second. She feels much safer knowing these stats and what's going on in her home. I talk about it with Frank. I Frank, I have enough confidence in him because Time after time, he's come back and said, here's the game plan, guys. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what's changed since before. Here's what changed with your home and the weather and everything else. USX Pest Control has been working with us since the summer. Now we head into the fall, and those reports you're talking about continue to keep our home safe. We love everybody over there. I believe we're going to bump into them at some point later today. We've got a busy night. We're working with some people who support the show, and we appreciate them, and if you you love LeVac, You love the show. You want to support us? Support our friends like USX Pest Control. Give them a call today. Do it for yourself.
0: Free inspection. Set it up today. USXPest.com. I want... Man. Is it time for Play of the Day? Oh, it's time. Play of the Day. Play of the Day coming up next. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hello, everybody. Time to talk about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite places in the entire planet. And that is Mohawk Chevrolet. Just off exit 12 of the Northway. In Boston Spa, big, beautiful dealership. Travis Horn, the GM. Andy Gelcher, personal friend, the dealer. Jeff Harriton, personal friend. Great people, top to bottom. But let's be honest, I go for the Silverados. It's truck season. You know, we got all the incentives, the financing the specials that are going on right now for Equinox, Traverse, all those things. All those beautiful vehicles that will get you through the winter months without issues. But they got 2023 Silverados, kids. Okay? So I'm telling you right now. If you don't like what you drive, if you don't love what you drive, you need to get to Mohawk Chevrolet because when you're there, you're going to see these Silverados, you're going to fall in love with them. I go Tim the Toolman Taylor. I go old school every once in a while. while I'm driving my truck. i go oh, 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 like Neanderthal sounds and it's do you? yeah, hundred oh, percent. I do hundred percent. And uh, well, because you, you kind of have to. It's, I feel like a man when I drive my truck, and uh, it's always getting noticed. You can have that exact same experience. Well, not the exact same because my truck's super cool. Usually cool or, uh, in your way. do it today get over to uh, Mohawk Chevrolet so Mohawk Chevy together let's drive and they always go out of their way to please you
1: it's Levesque and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio
0: oh 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 oh, (laughs) oh, 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 big dog seat yeah oh oh (laughs) Oh, man um it is time for the play of the day which is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet together let's drive where they always go out of their way to please you I I do. It's funny because I saw this. Um, I saw this like article about how you can your your cell phone can help you determine or gauge your mental health, and it's and it's probably pretty fair and accurate because I know that when I'm on my cell phone making these wagers and I win, I'm very mentally healthy, and when I lose, I'm not as mentally healthy. One eight hundred gambler, my friends. Um, <laughs> but like, it's it's one of those like. Have you ever do you ever self-evaluate your mental
1: health? Oh, man. I thought you were going to say self-evaluate your bets. and That would have been a lot more they, well, exciting for us, and not, better. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. Okay. I, you know, I do well in the NBA. Do I ever self-evaluate my mental health? I would say... And I'm, I'm not even doing this as a joke. This
0: is not me being... I, but there is... When I explain this to you why I'm asking this question, I think we will get some chuckles out of it, hopefully.
1: This would probably be a much longer and deeper answer, which I would love to do on a podcast and have... 45 minutes to do, but I, I, I'm not joking when I say this, I feel like of all the people I've ever met who I consider friends, family members, colleagues, I think I do that better than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm not trying to brag about that. Like there are times where I just step aside and be like, okay, let's figure out how I'm handling this situation because mental health could be an hour long topic. But I feel like I do that as about as good as anybody who can do that, and hopefully I can share that someday with somebody. My methods on how to do that. All right, narcissist. Um, no, look at me. I'm healthy. That's um, what somebody
0: says who's crazy. By the way, I I do have to admit, as much as I give you a hard time for a lot of things, you do roll with the punches better than just about anybody I know. So, and I would I would equate that to mental health. So, so I'm with you. I'm got, I, I'm with you on that. But let me let me tell you some signs. Of what uh, mental stress looks like, as far as your cell phone use, and see if maybe you uh, maybe you need to reevaluate here, sir, Mr. King. Mental health. Let's yeah. see if you're still in yeah. your throne after this. Yeah. Let me. Let's. Doctor Huffington Post would like to see you now. <laughs> um, so they say, like when you're when your anxiety is higher, when your your mental stress is a very high level, these are things you'll do more typically on your cell phone. So uh, doom scrolling or excessive scrolling. I I doom scroll sometimes. I try not to. It's hard not to though. It's like it's like driving down the highway and seeing a car crash, except for the fact that you can just swipe through like sixty of the damn things at once. I've never doom scrolled. I didn't. You never it, doom scroll. Never
1: even do what that was until you just. You said just go that. looking
0: for the bad things. No, you just go one bad thing and the other. Never. No. I also think that's partially because everything like your phone knows you and it's like, dude looks a little sad. <laughs> Let's pile on. <laughs> um searching so. searching troubling questions uh like example, symptoms for sickness and how long it takes to heal from a breakup stuff like that, if you are one of the people who still uses web to treat yourself, it's always going to be awful. like, oh, I think I have an ingrown uh,
1: fingernail, oh cancer okay, yeah WebMD is always going to give you the worst possible thing uh that one i've done before but i think it's more so because i'm so dumb when it comes to medical stuff i don't know if that's a mental health one just like how does the human body work i don't know if that one counts but yes <laughs> i guess i'll say yes to your question
0: I, I definitely but i like i'll do it but again i do it because i i also laugh about it like i'm like okay let's see i I stub my toe what does WebMD say i have oh a, a head tumor like what, what where how did that happen um using your phone as a way to in- avoid certain situations that's what it's
1: for. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's everybody on Earth who has a right. phone that does that. You know how many times I've walked in this parking lot with my phone in my ear talking to nobody? Well, no oh,
0: see, I, I like that. I wasn't even thinking. Of, I was see, I was thinking like um to avoid having a conversation with someone, I'll text them.
1: Oh well, yeah, everybody does. But that, I yeah. like
0: yours too, like because that shield. I do definitely use the shield, like the phone shield, like the yeah. I'd love to, but I'm on. I can't. I don't. Just give me a minute. You actually did it to me today. Wow, you weren't even on the phone, you? I was on the phone. In this <laughs>
1: office, I'm always on the phone. Out in the parking lot, sometimes I put it up to my ear.
0: Inability to put your phone down. It's rare I put my phone down.
1: Well, again, like, you and I work in sports media. You're a president of a football team. I'm yeah. going through, st- like, that one's a little different, but people who work in sales and marketing and stuff, that has become a part, that's your job description. So, okay, I'm not going to argue with them, but all right.
0: Always replying to your notifications as soon as possible. That's a problem for me. That's the OCD. I
1: can't see that little red thing on the phone. I have to turn that off on every app. I've decided to go half and half on social media accounts. I only have half the notifications on now because sometimes I feel like I'm being rude if it's a text message or some yeah. other other way you're not getting back to something. You
0: prioritize which ones you get back to for sure. That's fine. I think you're good then. Uh, the avoidance of phone calls. Yeah, no, that's why it's here. I worked for um. He was he was a night host and then he was a. I worked with him more. He was a promotions director for a little while. And at one point, I was calling, and I was calling. We were supposed to work on events together. The first time we ever worked together. And I was calling him. I was like, bro, you didn't answer your phone. And he held up his phone, and I've done this before, and he goes, you see this? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, this is for my convenience, not yours. And ever since then, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, no, I avoid all phone calls. <laughs> I want to know what you have to say first. Like, you, I answer. My kid, I answer. You know, Mike and every like a couple people, I'll answer. Just about everybody else, straight to voice, but I want to know what you're thinking. Before I get a hold of you. Um,
1: You don't... Yeah, you probably... Not much. I answer every call. You do. Every single call. Even if it's unidentified numbers, which I feel like for other people in our format here, audio, oh, we're going to do a prank call in the morning. Dude, it's 2023. (laughs) Knock it off. Like, nobody's taking prank calls anymore. Nobody everybody has an unidentified number goes right to voicemail if they leave a voicemail you're double creeped out
0: and then like now the phone will even say scam likely yes i answer those those ones i answer you know that i I, those are my favorite oh yeah i love to get on the phone with like hello this is amazon it's like okay cool what's up man how you doing amazon good to meet you like "Uh, um your your macbook has been stolen oh that's funny i I it must have been stolen before i ever bought it uh i don't, <laughs> Levax, I don't
1: have one Vax tests out material at the call yeah
0: yeah i look like sometimes like um the the my dad went out to get smokes and has never come back that started with that's right
1: <laughs> yeah
0: how are you today well my dad went to get smokes 25 years ago and he's never come home um okay yeah how are you though i was uh the last one is you panic when your phone is not work and actually i get i love when my phone doesn't work that's my favorite time because they,
1: I have an excuse not to talk to anyone. I love that. This is the most unhealthy one for me where luckily I have children now. Luckily, I have things that are extremely the most important things in my life. Yep. But pre-parent, I assumed that feeling of, oh, my God, where's my phone? Where is it? Does anyone know where it is? <laughs> like that was a fear. Yep. Um, I It's probably on silent. I have a lot of things I got to do. So of all that list right there, that's the one I'm the most, the worst at. Three or four years ago, though. They basically point out in this article that like
0: phones are designed to be addictive, so like you you know you get an instant buzz from. I just thought it was interesting. And again, like because I would say that right now, with this, the team, and all the other things I do, probably thirty percent of the phone is spent wagering. <laughs> so it is. So it's all those things are wagering. Like I like last night I had a really good night, again, I, which is a problem. I almost I almost. I almost need to stop having good nights because now I'm, I'm like expecting them. Because I had uh, the two college plays I went with, and I had the Knicks, and then all three came through. And I actually put them together, and like it was, it was, it was, a, it was a profitable evening. I'm
1: glad you brought this whole conversation up, though, about mental health and wagering and how, because sometimes we have to do better at mentioning this stuff because we joke around about it, but we're also serious. We say things yeah. like, if you're having a bad day. Don't fire off a bunch of bets thinking that's going to bounce you back. No, no. no. If you had a few drinks in you, maybe you've been smoke it. Like, maybe back off the phone that day. Any mind-altering. That's it? Yeah. Just got off it a little bit. Can can I confess something to you about a Thursday night here? Yeah, it's just us. Just you and I? Just you and I. Nobody else is listening. So, I know I said this this week, and I appreciate you listening right now, not correcting me on social media or any other way. I'm almost positive I said this week that Arizona and Atlanta was playing tonight thursday night and i know why i made that mistake i know why i said to myself hey arizona and atlanta are playing because call of duty comes out on november 10th (laughs) which is tomorrow and i assumed because it was kyler murray who was scheduled to come back and the stats about how bad kyler murray is in the new call of duty video i believe it's two and eight something along like that yeah like kyler murray is so incredibly bad when the new video game comes out that i'm like oh Oh, that's going to match. So like of course the stats up. Now the new video game's out. It's going to come out the same day he's playing against Atlanta. It's Thursday, even though it's the 10th, Today's the 9th. I thought tonight's game was Falcons Cardinals. I didn't even catch you stat. saying it. I okay, didn't maybe catch you I didn't. saying it. Maybe I said it off. You, of you. might
0: have. I might have just not been listening. I might have been a terrible co-host. That but that is that's a known that's a known stat. Like he's
1: he likes the video games. He likes the Call of Duty. So he's not playing by the way. They play on Sunday. So he's got Sunday.
0: So do you think? I mean, but still, if it just if it
1: just came out, so what does he say? It comes out tomorrow. Comes or- out tomorrow. But you know, you can play the midnight scenario. If it, now, the whole video game thing is way different than you and I used to have because, like, oh, yeah. now you can. There's not even discs, which blows me away. I sound like an old man. Like, why well, do you don't stick <laughs> it in the machine anymore? I insisted on buying the
0: one that could still play the disc for the PS5, and my nephew's like, "Why? Why did you just do this?" I'm like, "Why don't you shut up?" How's that, nerd? <laughs> You're not going to blow on the cartridge, huh? Yeah. Well, th- yeah. Did you shake it? Shake it, like a Polaroid picture. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's do. Uh, let's do the play of the day. Now that we've we've taken a second to evaluate our mental health, I will tell you that uh, though though Goss feels as though he has very great mental health, I know I'm a wreck. But I'm happy with it. And I make it no, work. I'm happy I- with it. And I make it work. I make this look good.
1: I will give you a play that I would say as your friend. I think your mental health is better now than I've ever met you before. Maybe you don't agree wow. with that. Uh, yeah, no, not at all. Uh. Okay. all right. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just
0: I'm a, I'm a little scattered, I got a lot going on. Would
1: you say it's better than it was six months ago? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> okay,
0: That's definitely fair.
1: Uh, here's the game I'm looking at. NBA passes, the NFL pass virginia Louisville's the only one that's jumping out to me. 20-and-a-half on a Thursday, Louisville's at home. Yep, You just kind of got to hope that Virginia can keep it close, but they're 2-and-7. Basically, the season's already over. You kind of hope Louisville just gets off the field quick enough and maybe it's a 14-point win for the Cardinals. I'll take Virginia with the points, but I would hold that bet till the second drive. Like If Louisville comes oh, out and life. marches down 75 yards and scores and Virginia's 3-and-out, don't wager. But you know what? See those two drives. See if Virginia's defense is fired up. See if the offense comes out with a weird play. In game is how I would play that one, but I would take Virginia with the points, but hold the bet off to like ten minutes to go in the first quarter.
0: I don't hate it. I don't hate that at all. I, I like you know I like the Lou. The Lou. You know, some They're people really like good. the U. I like the I like the Lou. Uh I am gonna I'm gonna take a big swing on tonight's NFL action. Cardinals, Falcons. Uh or 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 Bears Panthers. You know, either 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 one. I'll go with the one that's actually playing. Oh. Um, I think the Bears are going to get this thing done. And I think, uh, for whatever reason, people never give you the number that they're going to bet. I'm li- this is $10. Ooh. This is just a $10. bucks. i am not going crazy. This is a seventh of what I brought home last night in my wagers. Okay? So I won $70 less. Oh. So 10 out of that is coming back. I'm going Bears. I'm going anytime touchdowns for Cole Komet, DJ Moore, and Tommy Tremble. All
1: of them? Or all chop all them up three. On one parlay.
0: Same game parlay. Oh. So four four piece, $10 is going to bring me back almost uh what $1600. Whoa! I'm taking the swing, $10. Bucks. It's a lottery ticket play. It's like if I went and bought a $10 scratch-off ticket. That's what I'm looking at tonight. I'm going to I just something about tonight's game. I feel like listen, the Bears can't really lose because if they lose, their number one draft pick goes up higher. If they win, the number one draft pick that they're getting from Carolina goes up higher. So I think, <laughs> you know, I, I thought Carolina was going to go on this run. I was I was really disappointed the way they played last week. Bears are not good, but they're better. And if you win, your number one pick that you're getting from the Panthers is, Becomes more likely a number one pick overall. So I, I just I feel good about it. I think a little DJ Moore revenge game. You how dare you trade me? Um, you know, I think a little a little uh, Tommy Tremble, he's got two touchdowns this year. I just I feel like he's starting to come alive, and Cole Komet is the like safety blanket for uh, for for old old Bajent there, the 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 shepherd quarterback, if you will. So that's what I'm doing. I'm taking it's just ten dollars. It's, a, you know, it's money I would spend on uh, on some ice-cold, frosty beverages if I was out. But I'm not going out tonight. So it's perfect right there. Boom. Done.
1: We covered a lot about this, about regrets and the ties to the New York game and a bunch of other stuff. I will just offer this one correction. You said take a big swing. I'm going to use another sports analogy for your, for your okay. wager tonight. That's a full court shot. All right. That's a full court shot that if it goes in. Hail Mary. What is it? Like three-quarters court, the legendary one in the 90s for the Bulls. The guy won a million bucks. You know, for like that. it's in in the last dance no don't remember but that's what you're taking tonight i hope it hits i I, listen
0: i do i do as well you know i mean listen i obviously didn't didn't bet it to lose it but you know hey look i i'm in I, i just it sounds like a fun one to me it could end up being one of those things where we come in here tomorrow and you go so for four on that same game parlay or it could be one of those things where you go so uh have a little something you know for the effort,
1: how about I get some of that? Oh no, no. We're going to lunch tomorrow. If, if I, I win that hits, <laughs> we're going somewhere tomorrow. Don't You're buying, worried. right? You're no! gonna you know what?
0: What you, oh come on? It's the point in winning if I have to spend it? Come on. Um I'll tell you what, if if it wins, I'll bring you a C four. Midnight Cherry? I don't know. We'll see if I can find it. Maybe a little uh blood orange. Uh that, you know Arctic. I haven't I haven't seen the blood orange lately. You gotta no? go speedway for the blood
1: orange. I've been to Speedway lately. I would love a C four. I needed it today. It's been a wild 24 That's hours terrible. for me. Feel bad for you. My son, the first call I got was, hey, your son's <sighs> not feeling well. I got to come pick him up. And I knew it was going to be a, a wild ride as a still <laughs> learning dad, a young dad of, okay, what do you do when your, your kid comes home sick from school? What's the next 24 hours like? Is there sleep? Is there not sleep? What about the top? Thank you to C4. These questions give me a little bit more energy, a little boost that I need. Some people love different ways to get that energy boost. C4 tastes good. doesn't have that lingering aftertaste. So many different flavors. Everybody that Levac, you and I have talked to about C4 loves having it. I've had friends visit from Syracuse where they go out to my garage. They go out to the fridge, and like, "Hey, we're taking these." hey, I didn't say. Right? Okay. I mean, <laughs> I bet. How about see ya? Bye. Oh, we're taking the C4. That I is the best compliment I can give when people are coming to your house and taking your stuff. C4 is one of those things.
0: I think it's a better compliment if they go, "Hey, I love you. Here's a C4." Like that's you know, which
1: you could do if your yeah, parlay hits.
0: Yeah. Don't take. Don't shake, Don't take my C4. <laughs> I pull back a stub uh, I, I do i do someone like for Spence
1: of c4 he's probably laying up right uh, now with his knee up waiting for a c4 i
0: know he's our guy so uh c4 smart energy bankroll challenge i was on picks this morning um just let them know i'm beating them senselessly uh so that's all that's all going on right now did but, quinn uh, know his parlay hit he did okay good um and then and then cantera lectured him for he's like no more of this money line stuff you got to go you got you got you got to represent the show you got to go take down levac and Gaz. and that to which i i reminded them that maybe quinn shouldn't take advice from the guy in last place <laughs> um but you know we'll see we'll see what happens uh but no so all of that going on love some c4 you know again gets my day going um a lot of good a lot of good things I, i'm in a weird spot like i just want to I, I, I want to talk more about football, but it's time for us
1: to get out of the way. Who's who's that? Is it Cavino and Rich today? A little show called Cavino and Rich. Those guys always have some wild takes about life and sports and pop culture and more. All right, well, we'll we'll let them have
0: their time. We're we'll, we'll gonna let you finish. But and God is the is guys' greatest show of all time,
1: Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine
0: eighty. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face.